0: You, you hired somebody that doesn't even understand what an SC Trojan is all about. Like, stop! Hi, I'm Brian Barnhart, voice of the Fighting Illini, and this is your home for Fighting Illini Sports. Eight 9 The game. And now, broadcasting live and local, from the 98.9 The Game Studios in Effingham, Illinois. It's the starting lineup with Travis Sparks. I don't know if I trust any
1: Chris that spells it with a K. And
0: Eric Fry. Shut up. It's the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game.
1: To another day, to another edition of the starting lineup here on 98.9 of the game ESPN radio. What's happening out there here on this Thursday? It's Thirsty Thursday, Throwback Thursday, whatever you want this Thursday to be. Uh, we're here to help you through it. And boy, is it a lot chillier out there than it was uh, yesterday. But uh, Eric still got the shorts on though today, so. Uh, didn't, uh, bother him none.
2: I didn't look at the didn't weather report the memo. before I, uh, woke up this morning. I stepped outside and I went, it's cold.
1: Yeah, yesterday was fall, spring. Uh-huh. You should know this. This is Illinois. I know. So I know I got a little teaser, a little appetizer I'm for just, you, uh, with the golf courses open yesterday as well.
2: I'm not saying that I had the heat on in my car this morning, but don't I look at imagine. my dial.
1: <laughs> I can imagine so. So <laughs> we're here to help you through it. So Travis Sparks there, Fry here with you, and we got a good show lined up for you as always. Uh, coming up, we'll be hitting up on all the local sports that happened uh, last night, all the teams that punched their tickets to the uh, sectional championships for uh, Friday night, including who will face Altamont there in the Altamont Sectional Championship. And uh, we'll also look at the All-State teams as they were announced in girls basketball, and we have some area representation there, so uh, we'll hit up on that. We'll also uh, take a look at some college basketball, everything that happened last night, uh, a thriller between uh, Alabama and Auburn. I said that it means a little bit more on the gridiron, but... It was still a pretty entertaining game mm-hmm. uh, last night and a couple of ejections as well. And we'll also hit up on the Illini game tonight as it's senior night, as it's the last game of the year there in the State Farm Center for the Illini. So uh, we'll hit up on that. And of course, you know, it's against uh, Michigan and uh, Juwan Howard hasn't beat Brad Underwood yet. In his uh, career, and we'll also explore uh, that as well. And we'll hit up on the NBA. KD had a impressive debut with uh, the Suns against the Hornets, and we'll also uh, take a look at the NHL as uh, Connor McDavid continues. All he does is put up two goals in every game now, and uh, he did that again last night. So we'll take a look at that and what else happened there. And also we'll hit up on some college football as there was some stuff came out the other day about some rule changes and them getting together, talking about some rule changes to maybe speed up the game or whatever. So we'll take a look at that and we'll hit up on some spring training baseball as well. We'll take a look in and take a whip around as the Cardinals are back in action. Uh, t- today, as they had the uh, day off yesterday, mm-hmm. as the World's Baseball Classic approaches uh, there. So uh, we'll all cover that here today, and whatever we don't get to here in the Terrestrial Show, we get to into the uh, podcast in some sort of a fashion, and you can download the pod wherever you find your favorite podcasts. All right, uh, so uh, let's uh, get into it, and let's get it going, and let's start it up with you know what we always do, first things first. Before we
0: get into the show. First things first.
1: And we're starting off in uh, local sports. Uh, They're in Altamona uh, last night in the uh, Class 1A Altamona uh, sectional. As it was Tuscola punching uh, their ticket to uh, face Altamona there on a uh, Friday night, and uh, Tuscola. Got it done in the uh, second half, and uh, Tuscola ended up winning this one, uh 48 to 45 was the uh, final score uh, there. As, as you know, St. Anthony was uh, they had a good lead in the first quarter. You know, it's kind of back and forth, and they had a you know two point lead at halftime. They led 20 to 18, but then uh, really in the second half, Tuscola got it going and they started to find their ways as. It's kind of uh, some miss shots, a lot of close miss ones there for both squads and it was a uh the officials let them play uh, a little bit and I know uh Tuscola there was uh, some eh thought maybe they should have been tightened up uh, a little bit but uh, Tuscola ended up uh, pulling it out and uh, they had the three-point lead after three after third quarter and it was kind of tight there in the uh, fourth quarter uh, but Tuscola ended up winning and won uh, 48
2: to 45 last night yeah good one for Tuscola highly uh, competitive contest and now you know Altamont like I said uh, get the rematch with Tuscola that uh, you know Tuscola beat them in the regular season. You know in that NTCCIC shootout there, you know, Altamont wants revenge. And Altamont's looking for their first ever sectional championship uh, there in Altamont Friday night. And Tuscola, though, they have been so close so many times uh, to this point as well. So uh, this should be a fun one. Yeah, definitely. It should be fun on uh, Friday, and uh,
1: Sweet Nam led the way uh, for uh, Tuscola. He had 15 points, and he had three three-pointers. There was only four last night you know, for the uh, Warriors, and he made three of them, and the only other one was uh, Horton. He was uh, had 12 points, and the other player, double-figure, was uh, Jordan Quinn. He had uh, 14 uh, points there, uh, as I thought maybe he was going to do something special as kind of late in the game. uh, He had some, I guess he had some blood on his uh, jersey, so uh, they actually had to throw a jersey down from the stands. Luckily, I guess they bring that as a backup plan, and he had to switch to number 42, and I was like, oh, this is kind of like Jordan going from 23 to 45 there at one point, but uh, it didn't end up mattering, but uh, so he had 14 points in the game, and he had a strong uh, second half there after being kept a little quiet in the uh, first half. And uh, St. Anthony, uh, they were led in a scoring uh, by uh, Colin Wessendorf. Uh, he had uh, 22 points, and that was the only double-figure score for uh, St. Anthony. as uh, uh, a lot of, like I said, a lot of close shots that were uh, missed and uh, tough Tough night for both teams, but uh, Tuscola filled up just a little bit more there in the second half. Uh, Brock Day was the only player that was close to double figures for St. Anthony. Uh, he had eight points in the game. Uh, Schmidt, he had five off the bench, and uh, Wessendorf was the only player to make a three-pointer. He made a couple of them uh, there in the uh, contest, but Uh, St. Anthony's uh, season, unfortunately, uh, comes to a close uh, there after uh, defeating Chrysler Rock in the uh, championship game in the uh, regional. And uh, so uh, there, another great season for them, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. Uh, Ends at the hands of Tuscola once again, as it did last year uh, as well. So uh, back-to-back seasons getting knocked out by the Warriors, but this time at least it wasn't on their home floor, but...
2: Still, I mean, the Bulldogs, like we said, there's always that one team you just can't get around. And uh, for Decatur Lutheran, we talked about them yesterday. It was Lexington. For uh, St. Anthony the past couple of years, it's been Tuscola.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. (laughs) So... Uh, Tuscola, they will uh, move on and uh, they will move on into the Sweet 16 and uh, they'll take on Altamont there at uh, 7 o'clock on uh, Friday and uh, make sure you are arriving early there as it'll be a uh, packed house on a Friday. Already people just that's all anyone can talk about. Uh, Last night was the game on Tuesday and uh, the atmosphere that was created there and uh, so they'll try to recreate that on a
2: Friday. Uh, there with uh, Altamont and matching up. When you started that sentence, I thought you were going to say people already camping out for tickets to game this game. It mean, might be. Might. Like, we got a whole nother day, people. <laughs> this time tomorrow, maybe, but you, you still got a whole day. It's okay.
1: Right, yeah. just probably especially there at Altamont since they're uh, hosting the game. Yep. Uh, but uh, I know the school was a buzz on Tuesday, and it's going to be even more just okay. kind of throw out the lesson plans on on Friday uh, because I don't know if a lot will be getting done there. I don't think a lot of kids are paying attention to that. A pet rally probably uh, too. I don't know. But, uh, it should be good, and it should be uh, fun and entertaining and hopefully a lot closer than the uh, previous encounter with uh, Tuscola mm-hmm. just shooting the, the lights out, and I was watching them warming up, and uh, they were making a lot of shots, and I was like, well, they feel pretty comfortable in this gymnasium, so uh, that that's one thing that they got going for them.
2: Yeah, and, you know, but again, as we've talked about, you know, 15 threes, the odds of that happening again, what did you say, last night they had four?
1: Mm-hmm. Yep, so that means either they game. are not
2: going to hit 15 or that they are saving them up for Altamont. Maybe. One of the two.
1: Possibly. They could possibly uh, be uh, saving them up there. And uh, so uh, Tuscola moves on uh, there. And uh, also uh, last night in uh, Class uh, 2A, the uh, Newton uh, sectional semifinals took place there as Topolis came away with the uh, victory over Alton Marquette and this one was by the final 54 to uh, 28 and uh, the uh, shoes they uh, jumped on Alton Marquette pretty early on as uh, they led 15 to 2 after the first quarter and uh, Alton Marquette only scored three points in the second quarter so that adds up to five in the entire first half and so Topless had the 34 to 5 lead at halftime and obviously uh, they never let up and uh, Topless was led uh, by a Seamer. He had uh, 20 points. And uh, Brendan Dibergy, he, he added uh, 17 uh, points. And those are the only double-figure scorers for the uh, Shoes. And Massas for Alton Marquette, he was only player close to double-figures. He had eight, and that was their leading score for Marquette. So, uh, again, just like St. Anthony falling to Tuscola again, Alton Marquette falls to Topless once again here in uh, the uh, semifinals. So, uh, the Shoes will bring a crowd there to uh, Newton for the uh, sectional championship. Topless also looking for a back-to-back sectional championships and a return, a trip to Carbondale on a Friday night. And uh, they'll be matching up with Lawrenceville there in uh, Newton at uh, 7 o'clock on a uh, uh, Friday. And uh, that one should be highly entertaining yeah. as well. So. Uh, the previous game with uh, Lawrenceville and uh, Greenville went to overtime, so uh, they got a lot to uh, live up to here in uh, this one. It's Topless number one seed squaring off against the two seed Lawrenceville. Uh, they're at uh, seven o'clock in Newton. Should be a good one over there too. Yeah. And
2: when you talk about you know talk about the Topless Travis, they seem to be clicking again at the right time. They, you Mm -hmm. know, that was a resounding defeat of Alton Marquette yesterday. And so, you know, Lawrenceville, I think they're a good team, but Topolis, they've been here before. Mm -hmm. They know what is up,
1: so to speak. (laughs) I I forgot uh, when the last time uh, Lawrenceville has been in this situation, but they do have some uh, good tradition uh, there as well. But I think it's been a couple of years uh, for uh, them, but we'll see what happens on a Friday night there in uh, uh, Newton for the sectional title. Mm -hmm. And uh, like I said, the winner will advance to uh, the uh, Carbondale super sectional to uh, take on the winner of the uh, Pinckneyville sectional. And uh, that involves Pinckneyville or... The number one seed, Breeze Central, Ooh. as Breeze Central took care of business against Carterville last night a 56 to a 33. So, yeah, you talked about a packed environment in Altamont and mm-hmm. in Newton. It'll be packed there in Pinkneyville as yep. that uh, historic gym there with the uh, Duster Thomas uh, gymnasium is going to be uh, packed as well, especially with, uh, you know, the state-ranked Breeze Central yep. uh, coming in there for the sectional championship. So, that should be an awesome one, too. Yeah, and,
2: you know, Pickneyville wants to, you know. Win it on their home win floor. Win it on their home floor and kind of, you know, upset
1: Bree Central. Right. Yeah, obviously I've never seen Pinkneyville this season, but Bree Central, mm, they were good The couple times that I saw them there. Mm -hmm. So uh, they'll look to get to the championship there on Friday night and also uh, wanted to hit up on 3A really quickly as uh, Mount Vernon actually uh, fell last night as they fell to a Troy Triad there. So uh, Triad pulling off a little bit of an upset. Uh, there, as well. So uh, it was the two over the uh, one. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, as FEM was a part of that regional and in the cha- sectional championship. There it was East St. Louis, as uh, they'll take on a Troy Triad on a Friday night there at seven o'clock. And uh, Decatur MacArthur will meet up with uh, Springfield Sarah Griffin, who beat Normal Community West eighty to fifty-seven. Ooh, yeah, it's kind of a blowout there. Yes. Also, I wanted to uh, mention in uh, 1A, there was uh, an exciting uh, finish. I think this happened at the uh, Gatlin County uh, sectional as uh, Mounds Meridian uh, won on a tough last second three. He was double teamed and kind of fading away uh, as well. And uh, so uh, Mounds Meridian uh, pulled off the uh, win and uh, they uh, upset Wayne City. Uh, There, as uh, they were the uh, number one seed, so it'll be uh, Weber against Mounds Meridian, and the winner of that sectional championship will take on the winner of the winner of Altamont sectional, and that's either Altamont or Tuscola there on a Monday in the uh, Super Sectional. So I uh, wanted to uh, pass that along as well. Alright, uh, so uh, that's all that happened last night in the local sports realm but there was also some all-state teams announced for girls basketball and uh, so we'll hit up on that as well as the state tournament there in the uh, girls basketball in 1A. That's already underway and it's already in the fourth quarter. Obviously we don't have anyone around here involved uh, since uh, Neoga fell uh this week but uh we will check up on that as well There in a redbird arena so uh, that's what's coming up next here on the starting lineup
0: the starting lineup from 98.9 the game studios will be right back
1: winter storms create a higher risk of car accidents hypothermia frostbite carbon monoxide poisoning and heart attacks from overexertion Winter storms, including blizzards, can bring extreme cold, freezing rain, snow, ice, and high winds. These storms can last a few hours or several days. Winter weather can cut off heat, power, and communication services for undetermined periods of time. Prepare now for what this winter may bring. This is Sergeant Jared Purcell of the FEM Police Department, wishing all of our area residents a safe and happy winter season.
3: I stopped smoking with Mark Patrick's hypnosis when nothing else worked. One year later, my wife Michelle and I attended the Mark Patrick Weight Loss Hypnosis Seminar in two months, lost 43 pounds, and she lost 18 pounds.
2: And we feel great. Join Mark Patrick Seminars and lose the weight or stop smoking for only $49.99 guaranteed. Seminar, Monday, March 20th at the Holiday Inn in Effingham. Weight loss seminar 5:30 p.m. Stop smoking seminar 8 p.m. Sign up at markpatrickseminars.com.
3: Get in zone, zone. Welcome to AutoZone, America's number one brakes destination. We have the pads, rotors, drums, shoes, and brake fluids to improve your stopping power. Right now, save 15% when you get any two Duralast rotors with a set of Duralast brake pads. Missing a tool? ask about our free Lona tool program and borrow the tools you need to get the job done get in the zone, auto zone. claim based on data from the mpd group 2021 deposit required for loan-a-tool Ray maliazzi here for ebay motors Individual rates, coverage, offerings, and savings may vary. Subject to terms and conditions not available in all areas. If you're a small business owner, listen up. Pi Insurance wants to give you one of those aha moments, the kind that could save you money. Workers' comp is probably one of the biggest costs you face. But did you know that insurance providers have flexibility in setting their prices? That's right. But many don't bother giving small businesses the savings you deserve. Instead, you can get lumped in with other businesses and overcharged. Pi Insurance was created to change that. With Pi, you get a quote tailored specifically to your business, and you could save up to 30% with no hassle and no hidden fees. Plus, when you sign up for pay-as-you-go billing, your premium is based on your actual payroll, not an estimate. So your workers' comp audit experience is simplified. Take three minutes to see how much you could save with Pie Insurance. Ask your agent for Pie, or get a quote at iwantpie.com.
2: That's iwantpie.com. And now, where the furthest Effingham has gotten, and how many times? <sighs> I'm gonna get blasted for getting this wrong. Who wants to go first? Travis. Third round three times. Semis. Once once this year. The starting lineup. Like I said, by next week it'll no, be completely. No, irrelevant. that's wrong. Well, I mean, okay, no, it's not. It's okay. Everyone gets five dollars.
1: Jesus. Oh, that was so stupid. On 98-9 the game. So stupid. <laughs> I thought this was a freaking trick question. <laughs> Back into the uh, starting lineup here on a 98.9 the game, ESPN Radio, and no. Oh. Let's take a look at uh, some all-state uh, teams as we talked about uh, the uh, local uh, sports from uh, last night and uh, area representation here on the all-state uh, teams. And uh, let's start off in uh, Class 1A, and uh, that's where we have the uh, first team, as Sydney Richards was uh, named as a uh, selection there, and uh, the uh, six-foot senior from Nioga uh, also made the uh, 2022 uh, second team, in 1A and also was honorable mention in 2021 so improved every single season and now she finishes her uh, Neoga career there as an all-stater represented on the uh, first team for Sydney Richards for Neoga
2: congratulations 100% definitely well deserved
1: sure, yeah, and uh, one of the best, and uh, one of the big uh, keys to the uh, Nioga attack of the season mm-hmm. was uh, Sid, and uh, so making the first team there, and also uh, a unanimous selection, and uh, was also named the uh, player of the year in a one A as well as a Maya. Hargrove from uh, Christopher, of course, everyone now knows her from around the area here as she had that great performance in the Super Sectional against uh, Nioga. And she's only a junior, and she is getting some Division One uh, looks. So uh, she's a, a great player there. And uh, Christopher will be uh, playing up in uh, state as soon as Oakville and uh, Galena are through there. They're in the uh, fourth quarter right now, and Oakville has... The lead right now, 38 to uh, 28 with mm. five minutes to go there in the fourth quarter, and then Christopher will square off against Champagne St. Thomas More, and then later on tonight there it'll be uh, the third place game uh, there between the uh, losing teams of those two contests, and the winners will advance to the championship. I believe that'll take place on Friday, let's say, or Saturday, 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 Saturday. 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 yeah. That's right, And also in uh, 1A for the uh, second team, Lucy Day made it from uh, St. Anthony. Uh, the uh, senior was honorable mention uh, last year. And uh, she also became earlier this season the school's all-time leading scorer leader. And uh, so uh, Lucy going from the honorable mention to the uh, second team All-State there for uh, St. Anthony. So uh, finishing her career there with the Bulldogs on the second team All-State.
2: Once again, totally well-deserved. And uh Yeah finishing a career on a high note. All
1: right, and she's not done as uh, she'll be uh, one of the leaders there on the softball squad for uh, ah, St. Anthony yes. that will be looking to do uh, some uh, good things and also uh, for the uh, second team Grace Nelson made it the uh, junior from Altamont of course uh, she had her season uh, cut short due to an injury uh, but she did score or average 31 points in uh, 13 games and uh, she was a, a first team selection last year and in 2021 as a, a freshman she made a second team as well there so uh, Grace Nelson also uh, I don't think we mentioned it on a uh, Tuesday, uh, like an hour before the game, I was sitting in the hospitality room and I uh, saw her announcement as uh, Grace has uh, verbally committed to Illinois State for her athletic and academic career. That's so, so exciting!
2: Yeah, you know? awesome. And I I think it's a great move by her to get it done now. Mm-hmm. And you know, your senior year, you can enjoy your senior year, right, and not be worrying about where am I going to go next. Mm-hmm. Just and you know. Congratulations, Illinois State. They're getting a great basketball player. Mm -hmm. And getting her to stay in Illinois is awesome.
1: Absolutely, yeah, 100%. So uh, future Redbird there for Grace Nelson uh, there. So I'm sure we'll have more to come on that when uh, we make it official and put the pen to paper. Uh, there for grace so stay tuned for that also with some honorable mentions uh, for the area gracie hecker from uh, County eric beecher city uh, the senior she made a second team uh, last year but uh, now just honorable mention also, a couple of players are uh, Josie Armstrong, uh, the uh, junior from uh, Tri-County, made all honorable mentions. And a couple of uh, players that played against uh, Altamont and uh, Neoga, uh, Audrey Sable from uh, Nokomis, the senior, made honorable mentions. And Ella Boyer, the senior from Tuscola, made it honorable mention as well. In a Class of 2A, the uh, second team uh, w- representation is Kaylee Niebergia from as uh, She's a, a senior. She hit the 1,000-point mark this season, I can remember, and she was honorable mention last year. So she hops up into uh, the second team squad. And Anna Byers from Pena also making the list. And also uh, some honorable mentions was Kaitlyn Combs from Harris, the uh, senior, making it there. And in Class 3A, a couple honorable mentions, uh, Denver Anderson, the junior from uh, Mount Zion, uh, Savannah Ogeron from uh, Muhammad Seymour, and uh, the uh, first team uh, selected as the uh, player of the year there in uh, Class 3A. Oh, you know who that is. That's Chloe Frobe from uh, Lincoln, the uh, junior, has the opportunity in the next two games, I don't know how many Points she is away from it, but she could put up a thousand points just in this season uh, alone. As again, Lincoln uh, not done. As they'll be in action there in uh, state uh, later on tomorrow, and uh, they will be at eleven forty-five tomorrow. They're in Bloomington. They're against Deerfield there. So uh, again, Froby named. Player of the year in uh, class 3A and uh, still not done there for junior season. And we'll obviously have her senior season to come as well. So, yep. um, more good things to come right in the record books. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, Lincoln, of course, trying to finish off the undefeated season uh, there as well. So, uh, there it is. Uh, there's our all state team. So, a uh, nice a group of uh, girls uh, making the all-state team. So congratulations to them. So uh, right now we'll uh, step away and we'll come back and we'll hit up on uh, some uh, college basketball and we'll preview that line game against Michigan tonight coming up here on the starting
0: lineup. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios will be right back.
3: If you served in the Vietnam, Gulf War, or post 9-11 eras, you may be eligible for expanded VA benefits. A new law known as the PACT Act provides disability compensation, healthcare, free toxic exposure screenings, and more to veterans who were exposed to toxins during their military service. You can submit a claim for your PACT Act related benefits now. Claims received by August 10, 2023 may be paid back to August 10, 2022. Visit va.gov forward slash
0: PACT to learn more and file your claim. Imagine the possibilities with Topliss State Bank. This is Alex Walk. If you are buying a home, see us to get pre-qualified. When you're pre-qualified, the seller knows that you mean business, and that can save you thousands. If you're building a new home, we'll help you get started with construction loan customized just for you. Ask around and talk with your friends, and you'll see why so many homes start with a little help from Totopless State Bank in Topliss, Sigel and Effingham. Equal housing lender and member FDIC.
3: There are only three northern white rhinos left in the world. But together, we can turn things around. Your support to the San Diego Zoo Global Wildlife Conservancy helps support groundbreaking solutions. Join us now at endextinction.org. Will they find a home? Sponsored by GEICO. Sarah wants a yard. My own little paradise. Brad, however, hates yard work. The only thing I hate more than cutting the grass is paying someone to cut the grass. Compromise is tough, but these two won't have to compromise when they bundle home and car insurance with GEICO. It's easy, and they could save even more. In the end, Sarah and Brad found a great home with a yard. A very, very small yard. Time to get it done. And I'm done. Bundling without compromise at GEICO.com.
0: But then
1: uh, tomorrow, open up a uh, three-game set with the uh, Arizona Diamondbacks coming up uh, tomorrow. But enjoy St. Louis Cardinal baseball right here and right now on ninety-eight nine, the game. The starting lineup. Oh, I still got. We still got yeah, a few well, more minutes. Yeah, what am I doing? What am I doing here? You're supposed yeah, to keep me. You're supposed to keep me on the rails here. I'm Jeez, sorry. my I, I was. I
2: was. I was just agreeing with you. Oh my. Yeah, oh, it's man. okay. Not really. But... Yeah, we still got a couple more minutes. Let's talk about Carrasco. On 98.9 The Game.
1: Oh, I still got, we still got yeah. a few more minutes. Yeah. What am I doing?
2: Eric Fry, sports tournament. The Blues are trying to snap a six-game losing streak when they visit San Jose Sharks at the SAP Center tonight. Tonight's contest the first three games on the West Coast road trip. For the Blues. They're coming off a 5 3 loss to the Kraken on Tuesday. Another team news the Blues signed defenseman Michael Bunchger to a three year entry level contract yesterday. The Cardinals continue spring training with a game against the Astros at Roger Dean Chevrolet Stadium today. The Cardinals are 3 1 in exhibition play this spring. Adam Wainwright man's the rubber for the second time for St. Louis while Houston counters with Fraber Valdez. A late technical foul allowed the Bulls to edge the Pistons, 117-115 to 115 in Detroit. The Bulls led by two points with nine seconds left in regulation when the Pistons were called for an excessive timeout technical foul. Oh, Detroit, you never learn, which gave Chicago a free throw and the ball. Zach Levine buried the Tech, and then DeMar DeRozan made his free throws in the ensuing possession to seal the win for the Bulls, as they are now 29-34 and 34 and 11th in the East. They host Phoenix. Tomorrow night, the Blackhawks begin a three-game homestand against the Dallas Stars at United Center tonight. Blackhawks are on a two-game losing streak, following a 4-1 loss to the Coyotes on Tuesday. And the Cubs scored five times in the bottom of the fourth and route to a 5-3 victory over the Seattle Mariners in spring training. Cody Bellinger had two hits in the victory. Welcome back
1: in to the uh, starting lineup here on 98.9. That's Travis Sparks and Eric Fry hanging out with you here uh, today. And uh, Eric with the uh, Sports Center hit there. All right, let's hit up on uh, some uh, college basketball. And uh, mentioned that this game was a little bit more important on the gridiron, but this one turned into a pretty good one as it ended up in overtime as Alabama won over Auburn, a 92 85 as uh with that one guy that was in uh, a little bit of uh, trouble off the court they did not do the uh, pat down celebration or the pat down uh handshake there at the beginning uh, the miller uh, kid for uh, bama so uh, that was uh funny that they uh, finally stopped to do stop doing that uh, there after they've been doing it all season and then you know it finally came to light after the previous game but I uh, was also a couple of uh ejections in this game as it got a little testy there and uh Alabama ended up winning by uh five there in ot uh TCU they also pulled off the upset over nine of Texas 75 to a 73 I don't know I mean I'm a fan of uh uh court storming but I mean you did be your in-state rival and they were ranked number nine in the country but uh was it really Necessary for him to rush the floor there. Uh, I don't know. But uh, Horn Frogs did it anyways, and they went horns down on the uh, Longhorns. I thought that we were supposed to stop that, but I guess we didn't. Uh, and it was the Gonzaga getting the win over Chicago State, 104 to a 65. Drew Timmy finishes with a 17 points, and that of course is his potential final home game uh, there with the uh, Zags, finishing up his uh, career. Uh, number 11, Kansas State, a one over Oklahoma, 85 to a 69. It was UConn over the Paul, 88 to 59. Xavier won over number 20 of Providence, 94 to 89. Vanderbilt upset Kentucky, 68 to 66. And uh, no wonder why uh, the coach for Notre Dame was uh, celebrating as they beat number twenty-five, Pitt, eighty-eight to eighty-one. In what was his potential uh, final last game of there in uh, South Bend? Well, not potential, as uh, Coach Bray uh, said uh, that he was not going to be coaching uh, the Fighting Irish next season. So he was out a late night, and he said there was no curfews last night as he was. Uh, uh, drinking some enjoying some adult beverages at a local establishment there and uh, whatever time that that place closed well he closed it down uh there in his final uh, home game there in uh, south bend and it seemed like we uh, talk about it all the time but It happens again as the Big Ten continues to be chaos as Ohio State back-to-back wins here as uh, they beat Maryland 73-62. to uh, So, uh, Buckeyes back-to-back wins, and this one was over number 21 Maryland. So, maybe that loss against Ohio State on uh, the weekend wasn't so bad uh, for Illinois. And then Northwestern, I am. they lose to Penn State in OT 68-2 65. I mean, I, I don't know what they did in their previous encounter, but uh, Penn State just loves team beating teams from Illinois as uh, they beat Illinois twice, and now they beat Northwestern uh, here by three. So, uh, what, now there's like a six or seven away tie for a second place with only one game remaining left on the schedule before the Big Ten tournament begins. So uh, wow, this is just crazy nuts. And uh, we say that the Big Dance has a lot of chaos in it. Well, who knows uh, what will happen with the uh, Big Ten tournament that will be uh, starting uh, next week. So uh, who knows what's going to happen uh, there. So Uh, That was it from uh, college basketball uh, last night. Uh, Going on uh, tonight, number one team, Houston. They're against Wichita State. Uh, Arizona State at number four, UCLA. Uh, Number five, uh, Purdue. They are taking on Wisconsin. And uh, number eight, Arizona, taking on USC. And what else is happening in the Big Ten besides Purdue and Wisconsin? Well, Rutgers is taking on Minnesota. And uh, they're at uh, 6 o'clock. And you can hear it right here on 98.9, the uh, game. That's right, 6 o'clock will be the tip-off. Thank you for uh, that. As Man, I'm tired of all these 8 o'clock tip-offs. Yes. uh, we're getting the six o'clock one for Senior Night there in uh, Champagne at the State Farm Center, and it's against Old Jawan Howard and the Michigan Wolverines. Our buddy Hunter Dickerson comes back to Champagne.
2: A desperate Michigan Wolverine. They are one of the first four outs right now, according to Joe Lonardi. So they need a win. They do. They need a win. So uh, it should be an exciting atmosphere, especially you know when you talk about the. Uh, the, the Big Ten, you know, tournament right around the corner next week, Illinois still fighting for their positioning in it as well. So, uh, and Michigan has a better record in conference right now than the Illini. Well, yeah, that's just uh, a lot of chaos
1: uh, happening there. But speaking of chaos, like, I don't know what's going on with this uh, Illinois program, but it just seems like uh, stuff every day keeps popping up and new.
2: Oh, I'm glad you brought that up. Yes. Yeah.
1: And uh, one of the first things is Matthew Meyer. Yeah. He said he had caffeine poisoning.
2: Yeah. Yeah, Six monsters on Sunday. Playing video games. Playing video games after the Ohio State (laughs) loss.
1: I I actually looked that up to see if caffeine poisoning was a real thing.
2: Yeah. I guess um, it is. Maybe, maybe you should have been practicing. <laughs> I don't know. I, I there's nothing, Travis, as a, a fan that irritates me more than after a loss while I was just relaxing playing video games. Like, I I don't know. This Illini team just, 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 just. I mean, is. take it easy. Take it easy with the energy drinks, pal. I mean,
1: after after three, are like maybe I should stop or go do something. <laughs> I'm alright with let the kids be kids. Jeez.
2: No, but I'm saying if you're drinking energy drinks, go do something to use some of that energy besides playing video games.
1: I guess. I don't know. I don't know what else he was supposed to do depending on what time of night it was. I mean, I'm assuming it was late at night because they were in Columbus. Yeah. On Sunday, and so getting
2: back to Champagne, I'm assuming it was late. You know my my thing for that is, don't you? What? Probably, don't you have class Monday morning? You probably should have gotten some sleep. I don't know. So you could Maybe that's class. why he
1: wanted to keep his energy up so he could go to that early morning class. Or you just or you don't schedule a Monday morning class. Everyone knows that. Yeah. You don't schedule obviously a Monday morning class. No, definitely not. And then uh, it also, just,
2: I was gonna say it's just it's the headlines you don't want to be making. No. And that's this Illini team this whole season
1: especially after uh, the uh, news about uh, Jalen Epps as uh, he goes down with a scary situation, I guess in practice, he just went down and uh, then uh, he was diagnosed with a concussion. Uh, he later went to the hospital after he went down in practice and the, some of the players were kind of shooken up uh, about their teammate and uh, coach Underwood kind of just kind of threw out, like, uh, we don't know if he'll ever play basketball again or uh, something like that. So yeah, uh, He's obviously not going to be playing uh, tonight, so that's going to be a big blow for us. But yep. uh, another guy uh, getting a concussion, diagnosed with a concussion, and luckily he was released uh, from the hospital last night. But uh, a scary situation with uh, Jalen Epps there. Hundred percent. I mean, that is without a doubt one of the scariest things you I've know, heard. Yeah, you definitely don't want that to happen, and it's just scary because they didn't know what was wrong with him or they didn't mm-hmm. know what happened. But wow later released and diagnosed with that concussion. So, wow, 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 wow. So he's not going to be available against the Wolverines uh, tonight and uh, Just peachy. also will remind you that uh, Juwan Howard has not beat Brad Underwood as he is Brad Underwood is 5-0 against Michigan
2: and Coach Howard there. So wanted to throw that one out there. And I'll remind you again, Travis, that this is not the Illinois teams of old.
1: Yeah. Sorry, uh, Hunter Dickerson, of course, our favorite guy. As hey, he's going to be making at least one more trip back to a Champagne. He's the team's leading scorer, 17 points a game and we need a Danger to be uh, healthy as I guess he uh, took a fall against uh, Minnesota there as that's kind of what hampered him and kept him out and not mm-hmm. playing as many minutes as he did against Ohio State. And also in Michigan has uh, John Howard's son, Jet Howard, as he's averaging 14 points a game, and he's uh, projected to be a lottery pick uh, next season as they went off with that uh, little uh, mock draft for 2024. And that's where Jet – is uh, projected to uh, go and uh kobe uh, buffkin as well is also projected to be a lottery pick this upcoming uh draft as well so uh Atlanta, they are favored in this game and what's the point what's the point spread five game, five points now
2: hmm. so illinois is favored in this one i just wanted to say real quick shout out uh, to um siu as well they start their uh their conference tournament this weekend, uh, they're a three seed. So hmm. good luck to the Salukis. Good luck. Absolutely.
1: And, uh, good luck to, uh, the, uh, women's team, uh, from oh, yeah. Illinois as yeah. the big 10 tournament Think is underway there. Rutgers there late night, eight o'clock I will not tip be watching. off. Yeah. We got, f- uh, four games before that, Ugh. uh, there in uh, Minnesota, Uh, He's got Penn State and number 17, Michigan, Wisconsin, and Purdue. And then uh, Rutgers and Illinois in the uh, nightcap. So uh, maybe I can catch the uh, second half uh, of that one after I get back from the game tonight. So uh, we'll report about it tomorrow, and we'll see if uh, Coach Underwood can keep this thing uh, going. So uh, we will uh, step away, and uh,
2: we will uh, take our last break.
1: Maybe, real quick, real Possibly?
2: Quick. Yes. Uh just wanted to say EIU season's over at nine and twenty two. They did not make the OVC conference tournament. So they end the season nine and twenty two, five and thirteen in conference play. They will not uh no dancing. We were we, they were projected at one point, Travis. They were in the dance, but uh Yeah, they'd be Iowa. And yep, and ended up finishing nine and twenty two on the year. Hmm. Didn't even make the nope, didn't even make the conference tournament. Conference tournament.
1: Nope. Hmm, that's weird. Yeah. I think at least you can make is
2: qualifying for the
1: no nope. conference tournament.
2: Well, they no their last game was the twenty fifth. They haven't played since, and they're not in the tournament. Hmm, it's odd. Travis, not a fan. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, what
1: is this? The Western Coast Conference with triple buys, and uh, we can't even get all the teams in there. Uh, yeah, yeah. What is this? What are you doing, OVC? They just go right to quarterfinals. Jeez. Yeah, not a fan. Not a fan. Not a fan at all. All right, uh, so uh, now we'll uh, step away and uh, we'll come back and we'll see what we can hit up on uh, as what well, up on uh, some more basketball from the association, and we'll see if we can hit up on uh, some hockey as well. Close out the show coming up next here on The Star Lineup.
0: From the 98.9 The Game Studios, The Starting Lineup. We'll be right back.
3: You can't see the future, but you can prepare for it. With the universal life policy from Pekin Life Insurance Company, you'll have guaranteed death benefit protection with the potential to build significant cash value for later years. Request a free quote for universal life insurance at PekinInsurance.com and in Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Dell
1: Technologies President's Day event is here with deals to power all your passions. The savings start now on select, sleek, XPS laptops, and more powered by 12th Gen Intel Core processors. Don't forget special pricing on the latest monitors, docks, and accessories, plus
0: free shipping on everything and monthly payment options with Dell Preferred Account. Just call 877-ASK-DELL for these limited-time President's Day deals. That's
1: 877-ASK-DELL. 877-ASK-DELL.
3: Hi, this is Joe Cordell with the law firm Cordell & Cordell. When the prospect of divorce becomes a reality, you need a partner that you can count on. If you're a man in this situation, consider contacting Cordell & Cordell. We've helped men navigate complex legal matters for 30 years.
0: Contact Cordell & Cordell to schedule an appointment with one of our firm's Boise area attorneys, a partner men can count on. 101 South Capitol Boulevard, Suite 500, Boise, Idaho, 83702. Online at CordellCordell.com. G-Shop. J. Webb. And Max LeBron James He's fourth all-time in assists And really when you think of what he does Do you associate scoring or passing more with LeBron? Because remember when he came into the league It's like Not me I mean he's a great scorer But I always thought like it was like Michael and Magic had a baby It was LeBron James He's he's a guy but, but, who has but, that next level. But see, Max, no, I, 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 I can't let you do that though. Do because what? LeBron is one of the most gifted scorers the game of basketball has ever seen. And what about passing? Because well, he's he's one of the elite passers. But what happens is because he has at at big moments at times deferred and made the right play. People have labeled
3: him as not a scorer.
0: But you're you're making a pet point that he's a great scorer. I get it. But what I'm saying is, if you, what do you think his greatest ability is? Scoring is a he's a better scorer than he is a passer. Yes. yes. Key, Jay, and
1: Max weekday mornings on 98.9 The Game.
0: Mike Greenberg,
3: Green. If Aaron Rodgers is 90% of what he was last year, I don't mean the one that just finished, but the one before where he didn't have a broken thumb and he still had Devontae Adams, and Garrett Wilson is that kind of special, and you rebuild that offensive line, I don't think it is completely beyond reasonable to say Aaron Rodgers could make that a legitimate Super Bowl candidate. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg, and you're listening to Effingham, Source for Local Sports, and home to Greenie on 98.9 The Game.
2: And now... I have the Cowboys and the Packers in the NFC Championship. The last time the Dallas Cowboys made it to the Super Bowl back in 1995, they took out the Packers in the NFC Championship game. So, history will repeat itself. Cowboys moving on to the Super Bowl.
0: The starting lineup. Oh, my God.
2: Going somewhere, Travis. Just, Just go with me. The cowboy. Yes.
0: Yes. Oh it's all geez. going somewhere. Oh my. On ninety-eight nine the game.
1: to the uh, starting lineup, 98.9 at the uh, game. We're only here on 98.9 for just a, a little bit longer. And uh, let's uh, close out the show, see what we can uh, dig up here. And uh, let's hit up on uh, the uh, NBA uh, first, as Eric mentioned in his uh, sports center hit, the Bulls, in the win over the uh, Pistons last night, 117-2, 115 Zach Levine scoring a 41 for the Bulls last night.
2: Craziest ending I've seen in a while. Craziest ending. Detroit tries to call a timeout. Don't have any timeouts. What is it with teams from Michigan not knowing how many timeouts they have in critical (laughs) situations? Yeah. It was going to be a five-second call. Call the timeout. You don't have a timeout to call. Mm. Technical foul. It was just a panic thing. I think so. I think they knew the clock was counting down. That five seconds to inbound the ball for for the Pistons, mm-hmm. and so they just had, freaked out and called timeout. But mm. you don't have any, so uh, ah. yeah, ended up losing them the game. Laps the judgment there. That's right. I the guess. Bulls were going to lose to the Pistons if it wasn't for the Pistons shooting themselves in the foot quite literally.
1: Well, I don't know if this was a uh, bad boy Pistons versus
2: MJ esque. No, not quite. No. <laughs> it was the the bad Pistons versus the. Bad bulls, yeah. Bad bulls, not so good bulls. I don't yeah. know. But Everyone call, used to call them the
1: baby bulls. Not anymore. <laughs> the bad bulls. The bad no. bulls. They just stink. Twenty nine and thirty four. They are. They're eleven and twenty one away from the United. They're eleventh uh, in oh, the East, man. though.
2: They're playing, playing ready. Ooh,
1: they're right on the cusp. Yeah. Right on the edge of that playing game. Yeah. So it's a good thing they didn't ship off players. Oh, don't get me started The trade deadline. That. Don't get me started <laughs> on that. Drive uh the uh, Celtics, they beat the uh, Cavs 117 to 113 as it was a battle between Donovan Mitchell and Jason Tatum as Jason Tatum gets the best, even though Donovan Mitchell did score 44 in the game and also had an impressive uh, dunk. But uh, uh, Jason Tatum's son had won no part of a fist bump with uh, Donovan Mitchell after uh, dunk. I think it was on Tatum at that point, but uh, Jason Tatum did, and his team got the win, and uh, he scored 41 and also had 11 boards, two assists shy of a triple-double uh, there. And uh, so the Celtics, 45-18 and 18 now, trying to keep pace. Uh, myth with Milwaukee mm-hmm. and them uh, right there with each other uh, at the top of the Eastern Conference right now. We'll, we'll talk more about Milwaukee in a little bit. Uh, the uh, Suns, they beat the Hornets in a KD's debut with Phoenix as he scored 23. Uh, but Devin Booker, he was a top performer for the Suns. He had 37 points in the game last night. But, uh, you know, KD, he ended up playing 27 minutes. Thought he was on a minute restriction. A minute restriction, yep. That's what we were Almost 30 yep. minutes, but uh, he was pretty impressive uh, last night. 10 for 15 from the field. They made a couple of threes. Uh, there as well against Charlotte. Yeah,
2: looked good. I mean, yeah, look, good. as I heard on Sports Center this morning, though, it was against Charlotte. Let's film our horses a little bit. Yeah, that's true. So uh but uh, Phoenix
1: getting the win uh, there uh the 76ers they beat the Heat 119 to uh, 96 uh the Knicks uh, they keep uh, their streak going as 81 first half points for New York as they win this one 142 to 118 Jalen Brunson 39 point effort beating the Nets last night. Yep, looked good again. And the Knicks are looking good. Uh, the Grizzlies they beat the Rockets 113 to 99. Uh, the Bucks speaking of them 16 straight yeah. now as they also went on a huge run as well to beat the Magic 139 to 117. Giannis with 31 points last night 16 in a row. Travis mm-hmm. is so impressive. Yep, playing real well All right now is Milwaukee. Uh the Lakers uh, they win over the uh, Thunder 123 to one seventeen, 17 and the uh, Pelicans over the uh, Blazers 121 to 110. I think this was a matchup of uh, Lillard versus McCollum. Mm-hmm. Uh, there they said it felt like practice uh,
2: uh
1: back in the day. Back so back in the day, yep. uh, yeah. Uh, McCollum had 24 and uh, Lillard got the best 41 points but uh the Pelicans they get the dub so Mhm. That was the NBA last night.
2: Yeah. So, speaking of of NBA, Travis, mm-hmm. uh, I got two things I want to bring up. Yeah. First of all, Russell Westbrook. Mm-hmm. He has played the most talent in NBA history for a player that doesn't have a title. Think mm-hmm. about the guys he's played with. First, it was him, Perkins, and Durant. Then it was Harden, mm-hmm. Westbrook, and Durant. Then it was Paul George, Carmelo. And Westbrook. Then just Paul George and Westbrook. Then it was Westbrook and Harden in Houston. Mm -hmm. Then it was Westbrook and Bradley Beal. (laughs) Yeah. Then it's Westbrook, LeBron, and AD. Mm -hmm. And now it's George, Westbrook, and Kawhi. Yeah. This guy has been with so many people. But that tells me he's the reason you can't win a championship. Wow. Yeah, he has played with a lot of talent. He's played with so much talent. Hmm. But... The other thing I wanted to point out, and that is the uh the Spurs. Yeah. Fifteen and forty seven on the year, not good. No. Minus ten point two point differential is worse than the NBA. hmm I have a hot take. Are you ready, Travis? Okay. This is pops last year. I don't know if it's a hot take, but I, it I might think be. he retires at the end of this year. It would be something like him to not want to announce ahead of time to just sure. kind of go quietly. Mm-hmm. with the way this team has performed the past couple of years, yeah, I, I I think it's time for him to go. Right. Because the NBA has moved away from his style of coaching and his area of expertise.
1: Right. Yeah, now that San Antonio is not very good, I don't really hear anything from him no. too much anymore. No. So, I, so
2: I, I think this will be his last year. I really yeah. do.
1: Yep. That's uh, probably uh, not too – Far of a stretch. No, it's so. not too
2: hot of a take, I know. So but. uh lukewarm Luke take there. They did just beat the say. Jazz though, so congratulations mm. to them. There you go. Uh and they're in
1: action tonight. They're taking on the Pacers in San Antonio.
2: Keldon Johnson's their leading
1: scorer.
2: Oh boy. Do you know who that is? I don't either. Um I mean I have heard the name. How about Josh Richardson's on that team. Did he go? Doug Keldin McDermott Johnson. is on that team, Travis. Dougie Buckets. He's averaging 10 points a game for him. Wow. Uh, did Kelton Johnson
1: D go to Syracuse? No, he went to Kentucky. Dang, I thought I took a stab in the dark there. Yep. Missed it. Uh, also, with tonight, Raptors-Wizards. You got the 76ers and the Mavs. Joel Embiid missed the game last night, so we'll see if he plays in the Clippers and the Warriors uh tonight as well that's the two games on TNT tonight Philadelphia and Dallas and LA against Golden State uh there so uh let's uh, quickly hit up on uh, the uh NHL uh, from uh, last night our old guy from St. Louis Vladimir Tarasenko is the hero in New York as he uh, gets the uh, game winner in OT over the uh, Flyers a uh, 3 to 2 to give the Rangers the dub Stars 4-2 over the Coyotes, Devils all over the Avalanche, 7-2 of 5. And overtime, Capitals beat the Ducks 3-2, and the Knights beat the Hurricanes 3-2 as well. And this was a showdown between Austin Matthews and Connor McDavid, and Connor McDavid and Edmonton get the best of Austin Matthews and the Maple Leafs, 5-2. And Connor McDavid with two more goals to his name, and now he has Five straight games now where he has recorded multi goals and uh that is a uh, quite the performance there from Connor McJesus there. Mm-hmm. Five straight two goal games. So just a light in the lamp at will there for McDavid. And also team picking up the win. So that's Most important. important thing. Yeah, it's important. As well, Uh, games going on uh, tonight. You got the Sabers against uh, Boston, uh, the Kraken and the uh, Red Wings, Predators, Panthers, uh, Senators against the uh, Rangers, Penguins, Lightning, Stars, Blackhawks, Maple Leafs, Flames, Wild, Canucks, Canadiens, and Kings, and the Blues in uh, San Jose to take on the uh, Sharks. Nine thirty puck drop, or 9.30 Nine thirty will be the start time, and what time it will be the puck drop? But uh, so that's a look at the schedule for the NHL this evening. All right, uh, so that will do it here for us on the uh, Treasure Show. We'll be back for you for Friday. We'll get you set for the uh, championship games, and of course, we'll recap the uh, Illini game from uh, tonight. On a uh, tomorrow show as well, but coming up in the pod, we got uh, some uh, college football news and uh, some MLB uh, spring training whip around as well. So uh, check us out there. And coming up next here on ESPN Radio is uh, Fitz and Harry. So enjoy, and we'll talk to you tomorrow on Friday.
0: Thanks for listening to the starting lineup on ninety eight nine The Game.
1: the two overtime of the uh, starting lineup Travis Sparks Eric Fry, still here with you and uh, coming up here we got some uh, college football news to uh, hit up on and we also have some MLB uh, spring training to uh, check in on as well and uh, plus a big, update, else?
2: a big update for Travis in the NASCAR world
1: oh okay NASCAR and NASCAR pick em coming up uh, tomorrow. tomorrow yeah yep. so very good very
2: I'm
1: good deal. Vegas, Vegas, rolling Viva. the dice. Viva. Who's gonna gamble with their fuel, with their tires?
2: We'll find out. All to win. All to win. Whatever race it's called. The Pennzoil Four Hundred. Pennzoil Four Hundred. Yes, they win a four hundred ca- cases of Pennzoil. Wow. Not really, but that'd be cool, right?
1: Oil changes for life.
2: One of my favorite ones is there used to be a, a race that was called the Pop Secret 400, like popcorn. And when the guy won, he got into victory lane. As soon as he came out of the car, a bunch of popcorn just sprung out everywhere. And so there was popcorn. I'm like, that's awesome. And the, right. the driver would, like, grab a piece and just start eating it in the interview. Yeah. That's great.
1: Hey, so that's one thing that I noticed about watching the uh, uh, couple of races. Yeah. Is that uh, Victory Lane doesn't seem as big as it used to be. No, instead. Uh, they, they go out and yeah. they interview them right after they get out of their cars, yeah. after they do the donuts mm-hmm. and stuff.
2: And that's something a lot of NASCAR fans are complaining about Fox's coverage about is because of that. Is they it just Fox? More.
1: Is it just Fox that does it, or does everybody go out and do that?
2: Everyone goes out and does the interview. NBC will then interview them again in Victory Lane, which I find really dumb. Yeah. Like, right. you've already interviewed him on the front stretch. What is he going to say? What else say are going to say? Yeah. yeah. But uh, at least uh, NBC with Peacock has kind of like a post race show kind of thing uh, on Peacock. Uh, Fox does not have any sort of post race coverage at all, which mm-hmm. to me is so odd. Like, I I don't know, like they don't interview anyone. Like They interview the winning driver and that's it. But back in the day, you know, you'd interview the top five drivers. You interview the crew chief. You'd interview, you know, a couple of different people. Now they barely talk to anyone. Right. It started in COVID. The the COVID Mm -hmm. made it so that you didn't have to, you know, you couldn't interview all these people. And yeah. so I think Fox has just continued that coverage. So right, that's also where the drone came from.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say like I just thought that that was weird that they don't talk to them in nope. Victory Lane anymore. It used to be the thing yep. of watching them get out of their cars and yep. celebrate. Victory Lane is nothing now. Celebration and everything. You, you
2: barely even see them in Victory. Lane. I know. Yeah. Like, no. You don't even see. You don't know if they make it to Victory Lane yeah. or anything. Like, no, not really. Might as well not even go there anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so. that's the point of having exactly. of the track? Exactly.
1: Yeah, and they yeah. you know get their sponsors, yep. and the yep. label out, yep. and everything.
2: Do the hat dance. <laughs> they put on all the Something, different hats yeah. for pictures. Yeah. yeah, used to be a thing. Not anymore. Not anymore. No. Ah. We'll talk more NASCAR in a little bit. All right. All right let's finish <laughs> anything up. sports
1: and anything you want yeah, to Yeah, the on? Colts
2: appear to be one of the teams looking to move up in this year's NFL draft. When asked at the scouting combine if Indianapolis would make an aggressive move to acquire a quarterback like Alabama's Bryce Young, general manager Chris Ballard said the team would trade up from the number four pick in the draft if they, quote, were just convinced that this is no freaking doubt the guy, end quote. No doubt. So. Only if no freaking no doubt. doubt. No freaking doubt. That's the only way. Hmm. Uh, the Warriors could be getting their star point guard back next week. ESP reports Steph Curry could return to Golden State's three game road trip next week. Curry had been sidelined since February 4th after suffering a left leg injury in the win over Dallas. The Warriors are set to reevaluate the 34 year old guard this week after saying Curry was, quote, making good progress last week. Golden State is 5 and 4 in his past nine games that Curry has missed. Um, Let's see here. Baltimore Ravens know to have success in the NFL, a team needs a great quarterback. And Ravens general manager Eric DaCosta confirmed to reporters at the Scouting Combine on Wednesday that he covers great players, covers quarterbacks, and loves Lamar Jackson. When asked whether he has... To consider training the star quarterback at some point, DeCostas said, quote, that has not factored in one time with me, end quote. Jackson's looking to sign a long-term contract after completing his rookie deal this past season. If the sides can't reach a new contract by Tuesday, Baltimore would have to put the franchise tag on him to keep him from becoming an unrestricted free agent. Do you think they sign him? Who's that? Lamar. Oh, yeah. Is it one year or is it long-term? No, I think it's Mm long-term. And finally, the NFL Players Association has released free agency report cards for all 32 teams. Players were surveyed on topics that range from treatment of families to the quality of team facilities. The top three, Travis, Mm -hmm. the Vikings, the Dolphins, and the Raiders are the three teams that are the top when it comes to uh, NFL players, uh, where they want to go. The bottom three, the Chargers, the Mm -hmm. Cardinals, and the Commanders were wow. in the bottom three. As the NFLPA president, J.C. Treder <laughs> said that the 60-question survey was taken by roughly 1,300 1, players. Mm. So, there you go. The Commanders. The Commanders in the bottom. Go figure. Mm. Go figure.
1: Go figure.
2: Um, some other things. The Bucks are expected to release uh, tight end Brate. Um, Jags are going to use a franchise tag on their tight end Ingram as well. Um, and Giannis and Forsberg are going to buy a stake in L.S. Nashville.
1: MLS Nashville. It's coming. Coming soon.
2: See, St. Louis can't even have their own MLS franchise and be the the shiny new thing for very long. Yeah, nope. Got to go somewhere else.
1: Comes a new thing along the way. Yep.
2: So. Alrighty, that's all I got.
1: All you got. All right, so – Uh, This is the thing that was uh, brought to my attention, I think it was over the weekend, and then a story was on ESPN about it yesterday, um, and then uh, an update later in the night was that uh, college football, they're trying to make some rule changes, and uh, they're trying to make some rule changes to potentially shorten games, what, by 10 or 20 minutes? I mean, it's what baseball's doing. 10 or 20 plays or something. It's what baseball's doing. Now, the new uh, commissioner, uh, the ACC commissioner, mm-hmm. uh, Jim Phillips, says that FBS commissioners support rule changes to yep. support yep. Uh, changes to shorten games. Yep. Uh, football leaders are holding meetings this week in Indianapolis, and that's where the combine is. So. Yes, that would make sense. Uh, they're considering changes that include a running the clock after a first down is awarded, except in the last two minutes of either half, eliminating the option for teams to call consecutive team timeouts, and carrying over any fouls to the next quarter instead instead of finishing with an untimed down. Why do we have to mess with college football? Just
2: leave it alone. You know what I love about this, Travis? Mm-hmm. Do you know where they got these? The idea for these rules from where? The XFL. These are rules the XFL is currently implementing right now in their games. Hmm. Uh, Don't tell me it's not making an impact. Influence the Rock is the right Rock there. Is influencing He's influencing college football, college football
1: now. Uh. I uh, know. Uh, according to some research, college football games have averaged 180 plays per game over the last three regular seasons, and uh, they typically last three hours and 21 minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, rules Committee and Competition Committee are meeting jointly this week, and the Rules Committee is expect to make it public on Friday any proposed changes that ultimately have to be approved by an oversight panel in April.
2: Travis, you may hate it. I may hate it. But we both know. The youth of America's attention span is shrinking. That's what baseball is dealing with as well. That's why they're shortening their games. College football is doing the same thing.
1: Uh, and I guess from the perspective of trying to cut down on some of the plays uh, per game yeah. is that the... Potential for the expanded playoff in 2024, a yep. uh, team could potentially play a, a 17 game season. Yep. Uh, that w- could include a conference championship game, first round, quarterfinal, semifinal, and national championship, plus the 12 game regular season. So uh, that's another reason why they're wanting to try to shorten games. For
2: all the people who thought that we're going to get expanded playoffs and nothing is going to change with college football other than adding more games, you were out of your mind. Yeah. Like, they were going to find a way to not put as much on these athletes. Right. So, sorry. Like, I, I, I agree with you. Don't mess with college football. It is probably the best sport to watch, to enjoy, that we have. As far as not political, not ego. Like, you know, you could say the NFL, but a lot of times there's a lot of... Ego, and there's a lot of people you don't like to watch in the NFL. Mm-hmm. College football, you really don't know the players minus the big ones or the school you're cheering for. Right. But it, it's it's just – I think people enjoy college football a lot more than – I wouldn't say a lot more than the NFL, but I, I think people enjoy college football a lot. They do, And yeah. they're very diehard, very passionate about it, more so than NFL. Mm-hmm. NFL, I think, is just kind of the – the thing that the cool kids do so i'm gonna do it too and i'm gonna pick a team and just kind of casually watch right college football you're passionate like you care you're tailgating every saturday every it's
1: like you know you either potentially went to the school yeah then it just trickles down to the children and they become fans and you have lifelong fans and uh alumni yeah. And stuff. Yep. So uh, or you had a son
2: or daughter who went to the school or maybe played football or, you know, a different sport of some kind at the school. So yep. then You become a fan of it or, you know, it, it. it's just college football to me is just more family than the NFL. Yeah. the NFL, they're a bunch of greedy athletes like making tons of money.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I know college kids are now starting to make money, which is good, I guess. If it brings me EA Sports to do a college football game, I'm all for it, as long as it's not Madden with a different skin. Um, yeah, still waiting on that. Still waiting on that. 2024, <laughs> get ready. It's coming. Uh, 2025, it'll be here. Yeah, exactly. 2026, maybe. At this maybe. rate. Yeah.
1: At this rate. Yeah. So Jeez.
2: They'll, they'll repeal NIL before then. So.
1: Um, but... One of the uh, potential rule changes that would cut down on uh, some of the uh, plays uh, per game, it's not getting a lot of traction, but uh, it's not really one of the rules that's gaining uh, overwhelming support, but uh, potentially could restart the game clock after an incomplete pass when the ball is ready for play. Currently the uh, uh, clock stops on an incomplete pass, as it should, and uh, this would uh, restart when the ball is set down and the official steps away.
2: See, I no, mm-mm, I don't like that no. one. I am okay with the first down thing. I am okay with that. I know a lot of people will say no, it's not college football; the, the clock should stop. But one of the main things of college football is preparing and showcasing these kids for Sunday. Yeah, like let's—I mean, they're going to be in college football for two. Three or four years, five maybe if they're a red shirt, but very rarely do you see redshirt seniors anymore if they're going to go to the NFL.
1: Yeah, and now you won't. You'll still see fifth-year guys, yeah. but heck, there was people here was six years yeah. because yeah. of COVID, yeah. the extra year.
2: I I think you know that making the game as close as you can to an NFL game is a okay thing for the kids. And for the schools, because it can, tradition, it can transition to the NFL better, mm-hmm. which is the end goal. Because, again, if you don't think these coaches and these schools on scouting trips are using the fact that, hey, we have a projected first-round pick who just played your position. Don't you want to come here? You're out of your mind. They're using that as a pitch. Sure. So why not basically treat it like an, an NFL game? I, I, I don't have a problem with making it a little shorter. Um, you're not gonna lose the excitement of it. You're not gonna. They're they're getting rid of dead time. It's not like they're, you know, saying oh, only third downs now, only three downs per. It's nothing like that.
1: Yeah. I don't know. It's not
2: like they're saying, hey, the play clock's now only 20 seconds. Like. Yeah. Nothing like that. It's it's dead time they're looking to get rid of.
1: Yeah, and I guess I'm all for player safety, but uh, it's just kind of like it's those people that uh, play video games and just skip right to the other stuff, just skip the cutscenes and whatnot. Not everyone wants to do that, man. It's just kind of like, all right, let's get the first down and let's just go. Let's keep this gang mowing. Let's just get this over with as, as soon as we possibly can. That's what it feels like to me.
2: To me, Travis, I, I look at it as— Let's
1: get out of here as quick as we can.
2: I, I see your point, but I, I look at it more as let's keep the great football playing. Like, to yeah. me, this should lead to more action. Maybe.
1: And really, it's only going to cut it down, like, yeah. 20 minutes, maybe. Yeah. The same thing baseball is cutting down on Travis. Well, it's cutting down significantly. We're seeing two hours and thirty minute games like they're nothing. Yeah. So it's actually really pushing the pace. Pretty good. I mean I and I was the one that I didn't really I didn't love it but I didn't hate it. I'm still not a big fan of it, but Right, well, we're still trying to get, get used to it. You know, we're only a few games into uh, the spring we'll, we'll training We'll see schedule. how much of a
2: fan you are when it costs you a game in April because you're still trying to figure out how to do it and you end up missing out on the playoffs by a game. We'll see how much it affects a fan base at that point. Mm, yeah, it definitely will come back to, uh, yeah. to bite someone. It's going to affect some team from making the playoffs this year in some way, shape, or form.
1: Yeah, I don't know about the playoff thing, but it it will affect someone, and we'll definitely have a lot to talk about when that happens. But uh, that uh, transition is uh, to uh, baseball. Spring training already underway. Red Sox are already all over the Phillies right now, so already off and running. Uh, Cardinals already in action as well against the Astros after having the day off yesterday. Uh, Marlins, Nationals, Twins, Rays, Yankees, Pirates, Baltimore. Tigers, Pirates, Blue Jays, Braves, Mets, all in action currently, right now. So, a lot of things uh, popping off tonight or today in spring training already. Uh, Angels and Royals will begin shortly. Uh, Diamondbacks, Dodgers, uh, the Cubs are against the A's. Giants, Guardians, White Sox, Rockies, Padres, Mariners, Rangers, Brewers today as well. And, is uh, anything this, anything happened yesterday? New York beating Washington, Astros, and the Red Sox tied at four. Ugh. So did the Phillies and Twins. So did the Rays Braves. Three ties yesterday. Uh, I
2: don't like any How of them. That?
1: How about that? Uh, let's see here. Anything else? Mets 8-4 over the Marlins. Angels 4-1 now. They beat the Brewers 4-3. Mm-hmm. See anything else? Royals eight in are five and one now, eight to six over the Rockies. Padres five to one. So let's look at uh, spring training whip around uh, for you, and they have a another player Miguel Rojas withdraws from the uh, World Baseball Classic, and he wants to focus on the Dodgers' starting shortstop role. So. There you go. He we was from Team Venezuela, so of course uh, the uh, that was due to the injury of Gavin Lux. Right. So wants to uh, concentrate on that. So forget Venezuela. Come back to the Dodgers. So there it is. He said he expects to get more at bats in the Dodgers spring training than he would, I guess, for a Team Venezuela. So. There
2: you go. When does a World Baseball Classic start? Uh, you're asking questions that I had, do not know, Travis.
1: Um, March 7th. So, next Tuesday. Hmm. Very well. Very well. Very well. I mean, I'm actually pretty excited uh, to see the the Classic with the uh, stack team that USA has and Puerto Rico, Dominican Republic, and Japan. Those yeah. teams like that. Yeah. So, I'm actually pretty excited about this. So, But, I have to wait till next Tuesday.
2: All righty. All right. I look so. forward
1: to it. <laughs> you look forward to it yeah. uh, with...
2: Heavy. Yes.
1: Heavy sarcasm there. Yes.
2: So. All right. Uh, NASCAR real quick.
1: NASCAR.
2: Because this affects you, Travis. It does? As, yes. As we know, the end of this year, Kevin Harvick is retiring. Mm-hmm. What's one of Kevin Harvick's sponsors, Travis? Uh, Bushlight. Anheuser-Busch.
3: hmm They're
2: looking to move to another team. Yeah. Because Kevin Harvick was their guy. He's not going to be there. <laughs> We're out of here. Guess who it is rumored as the heavy favorite to land the Anheuser-Busch sponsorship, and I think it's great. I don't know. Ross Chastain. Mm. If there's a guy who I think drinks a cold beer on the weekend after just ripping it around the corner and (laughs) getting his watermelons farmed out of Florida, he's (laughs) cracking open a cold beer afterwards. Yeah, probably so. He just just seems like that kind of guy. Mm. So... I hope that comes through. I couldn't think of a better like person that just represents like kind of the the working guy more than like a Ross Chastain, and he's got like Denny Hamlin who doesn't like him, and Joey Logano doesn't like him, and you know he he doesn't care. Like you never hear him apologize or be like I'm scared of him or nothing. He just goes about his business. Like if I ruffle feathers, fine. I'm just I'm just out here doing my thing. So yeah, I love it. Right. I, I think it's a great fit. Great, and that is pretty cool. That uh, Rossi's going
1: could potentially go there.
2: Hey, and you know what? As is tradition for a Ross Chastain car, they have to find somewhere to put a watermelon on there, and maybe a watermelon beer, Travis. There you go. You work on that. And you think that'd be good? I'm sure know. they. I'm sure they're they. got apple. Seltzer. Why not? Why not? Why not watermelon? Sure there could be a seltzer. There you go. There you go. He could be the face from Watermelon Farm to in your hand. Mm-hmm. There you go. You got it all ties in. The Ross Chastain watermelon cooler. If uh, seltzers are even popular, I don't anymore. know anymore. You know me and how big I am on uh, <laughs> the beverages of adult yes, variety. Yes. Yes. So that was our, our NASCAR news.
1: <laughs> yes, I, I know all, all about yes. that.
2: <laughs> also, two seconds. I'm gonna I'm gonna rant for two seconds on NASCAR, and not even NASCAR itself. This is lower level NASCARs. Um. I grew up watching racing when I was a little kid. Um, I was five years old when I went to my first racetrack and saw a live race. That I was at Rockford Speedway up in Rockford, Illinois, and went there quite a lot growing up when I lived in that area. Uh, the patriarch, or the matriarch, excuse me, of the family passed away last year. Um, the kids said the whole time, the track is going to be around. You know, we want this track here. We're excited for it. Last year, they, they had some new classes join uh, the Speedway and stuff like that. And then it came out uh, a couple weeks ago that they are selling it and that this is the final year of that Speedway. Travis, Rockford Speedway is one of only three tracks in the state of Illinois that is sanctioned by NASCAR. It is where Dick Trickle raced, Mark Martin raced, uh, Chad Knaus started his career um, at Rockford Speedway. Of those three NASCAR tracks that are sanctioned in the state of Illinois, two are no longer around, and that is the Chicagoland Motor Speedway and now Rockford Speedway. It's just really sad. Go support local racetracks if they're in your area. Um, I know Red Hill, which is south of here, um, is just opening back up after it was closed for, I think, 10 years or something. It has come back to life last fall and uh, is coming back uh, with a full schedule this year. So definitely support Charleston. Charleston's got a great speedway up in uh, Charleston, Illinois. a uh, Great dirt track. But Rockford was a paved track. It was one of only, I think, two paved tracks in the state of Illinois for local racing. And it is going away uh, at the end of this year. And it's really, wow. really sad. And a lot of people in the NASCAR community are very upset about it because it's going away not because it wasn't making money. Because the fans are sold. The, 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 it's sellout every week. It's going away because the price of the land is too valuable. And so they sold it just like NASCAR just did out in California with that track. You know, we said they sold 80% of it and made $500 million or whatever. The, the land is too valuable. So they're going to mm. tear it down. And supposedly from what I've heard, one of the rumors, turn it into a Walmart. Wow. How sad is that? Yeah, that's, that's sad. sad. So, um, I'm trying to get up there this summer to go take in a race or two, but, uh, yeah, it, it, it it's different when it's like, because what made me think of it is there's a track in South Carolina, Greenville Pickens. The first racetrack to have a full race, like a, a full race sanctioned by NASCAR was at Greenville's Pickens Speedway. And it is being sold uh, as an industrial lot. Like they're not even selling it as a racetrack. They're selling it as an industrial lot. So they've already decided it will not be a racetrack anymore. It's going to be torn down. And and it's just, there's so many racetracks that are getting torn down and getting removed and it's going to affect nascar in the coming years because young racers have nowhere to apply their craft they have nowhere to learn how to become a good driver um and it could really affect the future of nascar so uh mm-hmm. it's just it's just sad it's upsetting to see so yeah right yeah, that was my rant on nascar <laughs> sorry definitely it's uh tugs at my heartstrings yeah i
1: mean for sure and yeah where are where are people gonna go to come up through the ranks yeah so,
2: and you know, rockford Speedway was huge in the '80s and the early '90s. They would do, you know, as as me and Travis like to say, uh, that they were huge in gimmick races. They'd have bus figure eights and trailer races, and I was there when they did a motorcycle demolition derby and like, oh yeah, like all kinds of different wacky things. <laughs> they used to have these races called. Um, uh, Midnight train races where it was three cars chained together, and the first car had the steering wheel, and the back car had the gas and brakes, and the middle car was empty, and they would do a figure eight around the track like that. They had double-deckers where they had two cars on top of each other that would go around the track in a figure eight. Uh, Every year for the 4th of July, they would have uh, a class of cars come out. These are kind of like the beat-up cars, and they would turn off all the lights in the entire racetrack, and the cars would just have a flashlight on their roof and that was what they used to see and it was called the midnight ride of Paul Revere so it was they came up with all of these cute little wow. fun things <laughs> and it would never fail one of the cars starting on the front row would not have a flashlight and so you couldn't see anything and all of a sudden you just hear yeah, and you well. know it, it was it was fun they'd have monster trucks there and they held concerts there and um, you know The the band Cheap Trick got their start playing at a concert at Rockford Speedway. And one of the guitarists still goes to Rockford Speedway. So it's still a big thing. And Mm -hmm. it's just the fact that the kids took over, saw the money, and decided to get out of it. And it's just really sad that 80 years of racing is just going to be gone to be a Walmart parking lot. Yeah. Right. sad. Support stuff while you can. Support local in everything you do. Yeah, I mean,
1: and that's that's very fair because we're kind of seeing it not with the racetracks and everything mm-hmm. else. That's kind of something that I've been uh, thinking about with uh, stuff being happening here yep. in uh, in town about some old structures yep. being uh, torn down due to yep. some road expansion yep. and whatnot. So we're just demolition
2: history. Yep. And yep. And out with the old in with the new. Again, it's it's affected our area a couple um what four years ago? We had advertising right here on this station for uh clay Clay City Speedway. And it got sold and it's now a farmland. Like you wouldn't even tell there was a racetrack there. And sure. uh, you know, I used to announce there. So that one, you know, also kind of really hurt um when when it went away. So Yeah, support local businesses because you never know when they're going to go away, you know, whether that be a racetrack, a restaurant, whatever the case may be, support local as much as you can because it'll be gone one day if we don't. Mm -hmm. So, Yep, sure. So, uh, definitely go and do that. Yep. Support
1: local uh, business, Shop and local. Uh, that's what we'll do. And we'll also uh, get on out of here. So, uh, we'll be back for your Friday. We got NASCAR pick them uh, coming up uh, tomorrow. And also, uh, recap that Illinois game against uh, Michigan this evening. And we'll be uh, here to get you set for a sectional championships as well. And uh, so, make sure you tune in tomorrow for that. Thanks for listening. Uh, Thanks for downloading. We'll catch you later. Peace out.